Well, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. You're ready. Are you sure you're ready? I am absolutely positive I'm ready. You're absolutely positive. All right. With them, if you're absolutely positive, then I guess we can we can begin. Well, <laughs> good morning and welcome to welcome to um, another episode of of Roaring Hearts Revival Ministries Bible Study Live. Boy, that's a name. It is. It kind of goes on forever and ever. You know, it's like it's like I got a first and a last name and twenty two middle names. Just kind of get them all in there together. Anyway, good morning and uh, welcome aboard. My name is Matt. Hello, this is Nancy. And uh, this morning we are studying day nine of uh, Scribble's 31-day devotional and journal. Day nine is entitled Acts of Love. Love looks busy. Our Bible verse for today is for as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. And that's found in James chapter 2 verse 26 so this morning as we get started we're going to pray over things and i uh, just want to welcome you in if you do not have a copy of this book or this devotional uh, it's just a simple 31 day devotional each day has a, a fairly short narrative with um with a section where you can scribble in your uh comments whatever it is that you're learning places that you're wanting to go to your prayers whatever it is that that uh, uh, suits your fancy at the moment and you can get this book from us through our website at rhrministries.org for 100 percent free we will send it to you we even pay for the shipping so if you'd like to join us in that go right ahead if uh, if not no problem sit by and just listen and we will we will go through it with you um, what we will do is we will read it verbatim and then we will discuss the amazing love of God. And that's the whole foundation of this book and this series is to understand a little bit more about God, to draw a little closer to him and to get a little bit more of him in our lives. So we bless you. Just sit back and relax and enjoy it. And um, here we go. Let's pray over it and we'll get going. Father, we love you and we thank you. We praise you for your uh, amazing love as we are learning what it means to live in your love, live under that mantle that you have placed on us of just, just unrepentant and incredible love. We pray this morning as we study, Father, that we will draw closer to you, hear from your voice, understand a little bit more, Father, about your love and how to reflect that love in our lives we pray your blessings over it and that is that is always our biggest desire is to draw closer to you to know you better and that we pray that above everything else lord just bless this time amen all right day nine acts of love love looks busy for as the body without the spirit is dead so faith without works is dead also james 2 26 have you ever seen a person in dire need and felt anxious and heartbroken? Or listened to the story of someone's struggles and fought back tears? Seen a child hungry and shivering and desired to hold them and comfort them? 
Do you ever desire to do more? When the guest missionary begins to describe the call they have to people that are desperate to be fed both physically and spiritually, does it stir your heart? Does it make you want to dig deeper into your wallet? Does it make you want a call to action? These are the compulsions created in us as the love of Christ becomes a part of us. Ever correct yourself or feel bad when you holler at the driver in front of you? <laughs> That's because we desire to react to the world with the love of Jesus, the love he would be reacting with. We often feel the love of Jesus through others. Walk into a church that is in pursuit of God and you will feel it. Total strangers will come to you like you or some long lost relative. They will greet you and welcome you and generally make you feel all warm and fuzzy. <laughs> that is what the love of Jesus looks like. A couple is successful in their chosen occupations. They love the Lord, they tithe, they support the church in many ways, involved in activities in their community, busy lives. They rise every morning, get their coffee and breakfast, head off to their respective jobs with a kiss goodbye. Life is good for them. One day, they grab the pastor and tell him they want to talk privately. They explain that God has laid it upon their hearts to do more, specifically for Africa. After a great deal of prayer and seeking God, they are considering becoming missionaries. Eventually, they give up their jobs, sell their house, and walk away from their successful life to go into a deep and dark section of Namibia to help the kids who need food. They need medical help. They need education. And this couple, never happier. The idea of leaving everything behind and going to a dangerous, hot, and generally not so nice place on the call of God is not driven by anything that the world has to offer. Not even the natural love of another person will do that. Nothing can put that into them beyond the love of God. To give up success and go thousands of miles away and help kids you know nothing about? But this is a story that has happened over and over. Most missionaries start young, out of Bible school, but many are already successful in secular jobs. The love that God has put into them is such that they cannot ignore the call to do more. And many of those doing this are not young, pre-children age. Some are actually empty nesters even seniors. But the reality is that if we wish to learn the love of God, we must allow him to work in our lives more than whatever duty that seems required of us, even by scripture. Despite all that he put in place for Adam in the garden, disobedience and sin came about. God's love was genuine for man, but sin gave him every right to wipe the faulty one out. But he didn't. In fact, it was the beginning of what true love exemplified would look like. God's love for us was proven by his actions. In the same fashion, our love is proven by our actions. As James pointed out, faith without works is not really faith. If we are to prove that God's love flows through us, then there should be some actions as a result. So, I hope you guys got a little something out of that. There's a, a, some wonderful axioms and everything that comes along with this. The reality is, is, is we're learning about God's love and that there are results from God's love. There are positive 
results from God's love. Absolutely. So hold that note. We'll be right back and then we'll pick up from there. Hi, everyone. Matt Davenport here. Typically, a sponsor is a company or a business, but this particular sponsor is an individual person and her name is Nancy Allman. My wife and I have known Nancy for about three years now. She is a very uncommon person that not only calls Jesus her Lord and Savior, but is one of the most remarkable people alive. Few people I know reflect his love like she does. Some years back, Nancy was diagnosed with cancer. It nearly got her, but she fought it off. Then it came at her again. But all the resolve and all that kick that she had the first time came on the scene and she left it behind a second time. Nancy wasn't done though. She decided that God had graced her with multiple chances at life, so she would take that and use it to love on others. She founded an organization called Night Out, Night Off to Cancer, affectionately called No-No Night. She gathered sponsors and put together a night of delicious food and top-notch entertainment to love on those affected by cancer, all for free. Thousands of local people here in Albany, Oregon discovered quite literally what it meant to be on the receiving end of God's love through this incredible lady. Her website, nononight.com, has a few things that you can watch and read to get a better understanding of her plight and her love for her community and the people around her that have suffered because of this horrible disease. If you want to know more about her and the work she has done in our community, you can contact her through the website, nononight.com, or send me a note, and I will make sure she gets it. All right, we're back. <laughs> I know that's like weird. You okay. have to you have to listen to the finished podcast right. to figure that part out. We're getting we're getting notes from somebody. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. I don't see anything um, popping up. No, it's, there's not supposed to be any notifications or anything. I know. So anyway, where we're at here. Okay, so we're on day nine of the Scribbles devotional, and we've just read uh, read through the devotional and get an idea. Here's here's what's going on. James taught us that. God's love in us should produce some results. God's love for us produced great results. We know that throughout the Old Testament, God's love inevitably showed up in many ways. Was there war? Was there difficulty? Was there all these things existed? But all these things existed because of man's choices. To go all the way back to the garden where Adam chose to disobey God and as, as some have pointed out it it's not just that he disobeyed God but he chose rather to obey the enemy so as the devil came in and said you should do this Adam says oh despite everything that the supernatural creator suggested to him he did it anyway he did what the devil suggested so that created sin that caused the separation between man and and and, and uh, uh, people and that created that long-standing issue where God was constantly I should say is constantly saving his people and the struggles that we have as Christians today is probably no different uh, in some sense certainly spiritually than what we see in the Old Testament with the children of Israel but God's love always was in place. And then we come into the New Testament where we, where God shows up in man. And then the ultimate one-on-one -on -one love shows up. So we have this, this, this 
this incident in the in the in the um, in the garden, and Adam is basically like, "Okay, we really messed up. We have to go our way. There's a struggle, but God was always there. God was always there. All through the Old Testament, we find God was always, 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 always there. His love was." It was profound. It was powerful. It was amazing. So then we get into the New Testament where his love is truly, truly shown to us through the actions of his son coming into existence here on this earthly plane. And what does his son do? He exudes love. He continues to not only exude the love in his actions while he's alive, but in, in his death, most especially, and his resurrection there is no understand there's no need for death if there's no resurrection there's no resurrection possible without death they both have great meaning at, to us as christians and they exude the love of christ because christ proved his love by dying and proved his deity by being resurrected from the grave so we have this this verifiable definite thing that that is there to show us the love of God through the death and resurrection of Christ. We just celebrated resurrections, kind of pertinent. So boom, we have this love. But here's the thing. Understanding the love doesn't happen until we begin to reflect it. And we've talked about this many times that it is a very true axiom that if you really want to show love, if you really f want to feel love, you have to show it. So that is supposed to flow through us. One of the greatest ways... Now, you know, in a relationship between a man and a woman as husband and wife is a very, 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 very good example of what Christ did for us. In fact, he is considered the bridegroom and we're the bride. So we know that. So we have to understand that, that there's many reasons for that. One of the reasons that, they, that God uses that is to teach us about love. You'll find that, and, I, and I've, I've heard this before. I don't, I don't know the, the statistic on it, but many times we see how love seems to fade out in a marriage because there are things that don't get done. Okay. He's not supporting her the way he should be supporting her. You know what? I don't like doing stuff. There's just there's just some stuff that it, it's not my favorite thing to do, like cutting the grass and maintaining that kind of stuff. I don't like vacuuming. I don't like washing dishes. I don't like doing a lot of those things. If it was up to me, the only thing I would need to do to, to be happy in my life is write books and make stuff in the shop but that's not a relationship that's not showing love and so what happens and here's is kind of a funny thing because it has a side effect so when i come into the house and help nancy with cleaning up which admittedly is not as often as it should be but when i come in to help clean up in the house it's not my favorite thing to do at all not by it's not even in the top 10 but you know what when i know i'm helping her because I love her when I know I'm helping around the house because I love my wife it takes on a different thing but my relationship with her would sour really fast if I refused to ever help in the house now it's true they don't help as often as I should I'm not saying that I'm not 
I'm not the perfect husband, despite what y'all might think. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, the reality is, is, is part of what I don't really enjoy doing, I enjoy doing because of who I'm doing it with. Mm-hmm. And so as we begin to reflect Christ in our lives, sometimes we do things or we learn to love the, to do the things that we don't really care for because we're doing it with and for Christ. Mm-hmm. And that's a that's a true thing that we can think about too is it's more than just doing for Christ. Some of this is doing with Christ. That's good. If if we're being led to do something and I realize that many many times are being led to do something is based upon what scripture is teaching us, not necessarily about what we feel. But that 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 action many times is enjoyable because we're doing it with Jesus mm-hmm. and the the like the the um, house cleaning like the house cleaning <laughs> like the house cleaning many times there is that that enjoyment of it because I'm doing it with her and it becomes a different thing yeah. so through love we see that many times the works that James is talking about, the works that we are called to do that are supposed to be a result of our relationship, many times those works become an enjoyable experience because we do it for and with Jesus. Yes, that makes good sense. I remember growing up... um, because it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember growing up, and, and many times the, the 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 duties that that we would have to do, my brother and I would have to do around the house, became much easier when I was doing it with my father. Not because I enjoyed doing the duty, but because I enjoyed doing it with him. Sure. And when we were working together, it makes it makes a, a big difference in in what we're doing. So I would say that, that yes, faith without works is dead. If we proclaim to be the children of God, and we don't act like the children of God, then we need to double check our relationship. Is he inspiring you to do things that you're ignoring? Or are you not hearing the call to do those things? Because you're not listening to the Holy Spirit, and that's we have to check ourselves sometimes. Wait a minute here. How 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 come I don't feel this? So the love of Christ for the people He created that, that God put on this planet, and and it's important we realize he, we aren't the only ones that He created just because we have a relationship with Him. But the love that He has for all those He created. Whether it's us or or those who don't who are unsaved, the love that he has for all of them should compel us to do good works, even if it's for people who are unsaved. You can't be a missionary to a foreign country and expect to go over there and find everybody who know that you run into knows about Jesus. That's what you're. That's that's the work that you're doing. That's what you're. That's what he's sending you there for. So, in conclusion, um, this teaching is simply is as, is as simple as this. 
when we know Jesus as we claim to know Jesus, there must be an outpouring as much as there is in, in coming in. As we said, you know, we, we learn love better when we learn to love others. And we learn love better when that love is sometimes through our actions, not just our emotional attachment. Yeah. It's more than a hug. It's more than a, I love you. It's more than Jesus loves you. It's more than that. It's becomes the actual action. I don't believe in tithing. Whoa, earth just shook. What I believe, I believe in giving. And that giving comes in many forms. One of them is financial support of my church. Mm -hmm. But I don't do it because, oh, geez, I got to give money. See, that's a law thing. That's Old Testament. In the New Testament, yeah, you should give your finances to support your church. That's, that's a gimme. But do it because you love to give out. Because you love that your relationship with God is reflected to the world through action. Well, our people group this morning uh, is, is government. And when we pray for government, which we should pray for our government every day, uh, certainly uh, portions of it, uh, when we pray for our government, we pray from the top to the local, from Washington to nearby. So if you know somebody in that, that is part of this people group, you intentionally bring their name on board and pray for them specifically. And, of course, this morning as we're praying for government, we can be very specific because we know most of the people who are in leadership in our government, including our president and vice president and so on, all the way down to the mayor of our own city. So, so join us, if you will. We're going to pray uh, for this people group this morning. And you can, uh, like I said, put the names in there of people that you know. Father, we thank you for your goodness this morning. We thank you for your love. We thank you for what you have done and what you are doing in our lives. We pray this morning, Lord Jesus, for the for the outpouring of your leadership over our leadership. And we start, Lord, as we pray for this people group, we start with our president, Joe Biden. And Father, I know there's all kinds of controversy. We're not praying. We're not talking about the controversy. Right now, Lord Jesus, I pray for his physical and mental and certainly his spiritual welfare. And I know that his policies don't reflect the things that would be godly and Christian. And so I know that's a struggle for a lot of us. But I pray, Lord Jesus, that he would see that, that he would pursue you, that he would make you the Lord of his life. I pray for his vice president, Kamala Harris, pray, Lord Jesus, she knows truth and understands she is loved, the greatest of all truths. I pray for the cabinet, Lord Jesus, his, his team. I pray, Jesus, that they would have integrity of heart and they would know the Lord of heaven and that the Lord of heaven would, would lead them. Pray, Father, for our Supreme Court. I pray that each member of the Supreme Court would have a profound encounter with you and that their decision-making, Lord Jesus, would be based upon your goodness and truth. I pray, Father, for our Congress, 
that our lawmakers would understand the need to to put into place and uh, uh, laws and precepts that are based upon your goodness, based upon your love, based upon your desire on how our country should go. And Father, I pray for our governors from their their state capital, Lord Jesus, the the those that are around them and that they consider part of their group and team. I pray, Jesus, that your your blessings, your blessings would flow uh, through their lives and those around them, that they would desire, Lord, to make you the great leader of their heart and their their position. Yes. I pray, Lord Jesus, for those that oversee our county and um, the, the whether supervisors or commissioners, whatever position it is that they hold, Lord, I pray, God, that they will have godly, good um, love in mind uh, decision-making. Yes. Father, bless them and bless our mayors, Lord Jesus. We have thousands and thousands of these individuals across the nation, each one making decisions for anywhere from a, a few hundred to a few thousand to hundreds of thousands. Lord, they need your wisdom in their decision-making. I pray this, Father, all in your name. Send revival to our president. Send revival to our Congress and our, our Supreme Court. Send revival to our state capitals. Send revival to our counties and cities, Lord. In revival, you are praised you are taught you are are um you are understood and people are saved revival we need revival in our country jesus send revival to our na our nation jesus amen amen father thank you for joining us this morning as we talk more about your love and and uh try to grasp a better understanding of how much you love us and how we can then take that love and show it to others. I thank you for your teachings. I thank you for uh, your revelations. Thank you for joining us in your faithfulness and opening up our hearts and our minds as we uh, work towards drawing closer to you. I thank you for those who have joined us or anyone who might come to, to listen to this um, the podcast or to the Bible study online, that they too would draw closer to you. They would find that amazing and remarkable love that you have for us. Father, I lift up those who have prayer requests. There are many and, and you know them all. Whether we list them out by name or detail, you just know all of them. And I thank you for that because it gives us comfort to know that even if it's an unspoken request or hasn't been told directly to us yet, you know what it is. You yes. know their needs. You know how to uh, come alongside them and, and help them through whatever that situation may, may be. And this morning I lift up Nancy as she is dealing with um, continuing to to take care of and to walk with her uh, mother and father-in-laws as, 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 as they uh, go through these medical uh, journey that they're on. Opal is about to uh, move into her uh, new little apartment, so I pray that that would be a, a blessing for her. And I just lift up Nancy as she has um, received some injuries due to a 
Sounds like a little bit of a fender bender. So I pray, Lord, that you would just wrap your hands around her and, and heal her and give her blessings and give her strength. And I know that there's many others. And, and while, um, like I said, I don't know them all, but you do. I love that. Thank you, Jesus, for who you are. Thank you for your um, amazing gifts of salvation. Holy Spirit, walk with us today. Fill us today. Go about our agenda as we um, go to work or go grocery shopping or whatever it may be that we're doing. Go with us. Help uh, keep us in line. <laughs> Father, we love you. We lift this day to you in your name. Amen. 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 Well, God bless you guys. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, both in our broadcast. For those of you on podcast only, uh, we have a Monday through Friday, uh, which today is Monday, but Monday through Friday, we are on at 8 a.m. on the West Coast time or Pacific time, 8 a.m. on my personal Facebook page. If you want to join us on our Facebook um, morning daily um, Bible study, because um, except for this, on Mondays, the rest of the time, the rest of the week, it's just, it's Bible study. God shows up, an amazing revelation from Him, and if you would like to join us in that, you can send me a friend request, explain to me why it is that you are connecting with me, that you want to be part of the group, and uh, I'll, uh, we'll connect from there. So, God bless you guys, thank you. Again, last plug. If you would like a copy of this book that we are doing the Bible study or the um, devotional study from, please contact us through our ministry website, rhrministries.org, and I will be happy to send you a copy, 100% free. We even pay for shipping. All right, God bless you guys. Thank you for joining us this morning on the podcast, and we pray that you have a beautiful week ahead of you. Go with God and have a marvelous time in His presence. Yes, everybody have a fantastic day. And always remember how much God loves you and how important it is for you to show that love. Amen. Amen. Go forth and reflect, as it were. Okay? Love you guys. Bye. Bye, everybody. Ministries dot org.